Welcome to the Church Brand Guide Podcast. This is Michael Persad. You are here today on episode 20, and I am really thrilled that we've made it 20 weeks, and uh, it's been great. Uh, it's a great journey. We've been learning a lot, and hopefully we've been improving as we've went along. Um, the goal of this podcast is to help churches begin to understand what branding is so that you can implement it and the principles of branding and uh, begin to really see some great uh, growth as a result of it. So this all stemmed out of the, um, the service that we provide. So myself and uh, Tim Flick, we, we provide services through Prasad Creative uh, to churches where we help them uh, design logos, build websites, uh, shoot videos, tell stories. Um, we create media. Uh, we're a creative company that creates media. Well, every time we go and talk to a new church that's coming to us, they might, they might need a website. Well, we, we find ourselves having to unpack this big idea of uh, what is a brand. And not only do we need to build a website, but how does that connect into what you already are? And if it doesn't, let's, let's make it connect. Let's make some connections. Um, not just design you a logo, maybe. Maybe a church needs a logo. But how do we make that even go further into the future so that there's an alignment that takes place in the organization moving forward? So we have this great conversations, and, and we've seen that a lot of church leaders have this great ah moment. Like, I didn't know this, but now that I know it, it makes so much sense. And we have this conversation over and over again. So we decided, hey, let's let's create a podcast and create a blog where we can help churches on a greater scale understand what we've learned over the years by serving companies and serving churches to create their brands. Um, let's make that information uh, known. Let's put it out there for free. People can learn about it. Um, they can go to the blog and download all sorts of resources that we can create to help you uh, just do this better. And um, so that's that's where this was born. Uh, on February uh, 15th of 2016, we started the whole platform, and now we're 20 weeks into it. I'm, I'm thrilled to see the results of it. Uh, we've been trying things, and um, we, we've been learning from them as we went along. And so in the future, too, we're going to try new things, and uh, we'll see how that works. So one of the big things we're going to try is taking the information and then putting it together into more um, structured uh, um, courses. So the idea of this is that if you're really serious about branding your church, I want to help you. I want to coach you through it so that you are able to know from step one till step 100 what you need to do in order to create a strong brand for your church. How do you, how do you create a great logo? How do you create a great website? How do you create great branding that surrounds the church and helps it to be as great as possible. So we, we did create a branding course, and uh, over the last several weeks, we've actually um, uh, allowed some of you to be a part of that. So we've teamed up with Church Marketing University and Ryan Wakefield uh, to create a branding module within their university um, that's all about uh, church marketing. Well, the, the, the module was made available to some of you through a survey. Uh, we've had a survey on our website, and I've talked about it in the last uh, several episodes. A, there's a great survey, and for you guys that took the survey, we invited you to a webinar, and in that webinar, we were able to answer your questions directly. So we had a lot of great questions that we were able to address directly, and that was a lot of fun. And I think we're going to do that more in the future. I think that that's just one of the things that we are saying, yes, let's do that more so we can help more more precisely what where you need help. Um, so with that survey, though, we introduced this, this um, branding module that you can actually purchase. 
and it is a purchase but the idea is that we've spent hours and hours and hours putting all this content into a logical step-by-step -step process and uh, we've made that available to you so that you can get serious about creating your your church's brand and seeing that growth take place uh, the course was great um, hopefully you were able to take advantage of that um, if not, we shut that down for a while, but I'll be bringing it back and, and we're going to present that to you again so that you can uh, get, get hold of that. And uh, we, along with many other new resources we'll create um, uh, that are free, that are just there for you to have. Um, also in the future, we want to do some Facebook Lives. So basically we'll just say, hey, you can join us next Thursday at 1030 on Facebook Live and uh, we'll answer your questions for an hour. And we think that'll be a great experience that'll really help churches. And that's the goal. How can we help churches more um, by helping them to understand what branding is? So we, we, as an agency, we work with churches on a one-on-one -on -one basis. But as a, um, as a podcaster, as a blog, we can broadcast out uh, to many churches, many of you that are out there. They're creative directors that are volunteer, uh, creative people that are uh, pastors that are out there. We can let you in on the information that we know works through our own research and our own implementation, not only with churches, but also with companies. So be, uh, be aware of that in the future. We'll, we'll just let you know more about that. So like I said earlier, we've been doing this for 20 weeks. This is episode 20. And uh, we just wanted to give you a quick uh, recap of where we've come and then where we're going in the future. We are trying to build our brand by helping you build your church's brand. Um, so we're going through this whole process as well. Um, and you'll see the site uh, evolve into uh, whatever it ends up being as we get feedback from you. And I do want to invite you to please send feedback. If you see an email come through, hit reply and just send me any thoughts, uh, any questions. I'd love to know what the biggest challenges that you're facing when it comes to creating a strong brand for your church. If you just want to answer that question and uh, ask me a question about that, then, uh, man, I'd love to answer that and just have a conversation with you about that and really help you build a strong brand for your church. So that's that's our update. Um, that's kind of where we're at. And now we're going to get into the major content of our episode where we're going to unpack a branding timeline. So we've gone through this with several churches where we help them rebrand. Either they have an old brand and they need to change the new brand or just create a, a new brand from scratch. Um, we've gone through this process and have created a timeline that is very helpful a healthy timeline that allows things to happen in a very uh, healthy way and create a lot of momentum, uh, a lot of momentum uh, as a result of the process. So let's get into the episode and let's talk about this timeline of uh, rebranding your church. In today's episode, I did want to take a moment to unpack uh, just a branding timeline. Um, we've walked through this with several churches um, where they come to us and we, we need to re- design a brand. So they've, they've been going for a while and now they need to um, move in a different direction. So there's usually three different reasons why a church goes in a different direction. So one is that there's a new pastor that takes over and uh, as a result there's usually a new vision of some kind and uh, we recommend if there's a new new pastor taking over. Um, if it's a healthy situation then you can basically take a little bit of time to get settled in and then over about a year, maybe two years or so, begin to move in a different direction. Um, that way it's not a, a jolt to the congregation. It's more of a subtle, you know, you learn about them first and then you figure out then how to move them to the direction that you're feeling called to uh, as a church leader. 
another reason is uh, for a change in, in branding um, is if a, a new facility is being built, uh, maybe there's a building program of some kind, usually that means you're going to move to a different level in certain ways. Maybe attendance and giving and all that's going to change because of this move. So as a result of that, it's great to step into a new brand that maybe takes you in a new direction where you're serving at a higher level than what you've been able to do in the past without the facility, the added facility. So that's a great reason to to rebrand as well. Another reason to rebrand is maybe there's a shift in vision that is taking place in the church. You've been one way for a long time, and now it's time for one reason or another. You've identified, hey, we need to shift our focus. We need to focus on reaching a different group of people. The Maybe the community has changed around you or just the shift of the church, the culture of the church itself has shifted over the years. Maybe the vision has shifted um, uh, to be more uh, locked in um, to the community you're trying to serve. So that could be a good reason as well to uh, unpack a new brand. Um, so those those three compelling reasons uh, are the ones that we've identified uh, in our in our working with churches to rebrand that that are the the, the most often uh, uh, used reasons for a rebrand to take pl- place in a church. Um, so on this episode, I'm just going to talk you through here in the next few minutes just the 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 timeline we've used in the past to guide churches through this rebranding process to minimize the amount of pushback that that you get from your congregation that's been there for a while. And then also to not only um, introduce a new idea, but build momentum while doing it. So a new brand is actually a great opportunity to to, uh, to get a new um, uh, push, so to speak, with the church. And you can, you can get a lot of momentum out of a new brand if you do it right. So um, it's just me today on the podcast, and we're just going to go through this uh, this information. I want to I want to put it out there in a very straightforward way and then uh, we'll build off of this as we move forward in the future with future podcasts. We'll begin to unpack this and I even have a couple pastors that have agreed to come on and uh, talk through the rebranding process so that we can understand better what it's looked like looks like from their perspective. Um, but yeah, right now though I'm going to give you my perspective, the very technical uh, type of, a, of an approach that we have and the why behind it so that you can begin to understand this. Uh, maybe if you're in that boat where you're thinking about a new brand. So there's three rounds of uh, that we go through with a rebrand. Uh, the first round is an internal launch. So we work internally to get everything in place to set up the second round, which is then an external launch. That's where we, we announce to the community what's going on. Uh, beyond the walls, we make the announcement beyond the walls that there's a change that, that has happened. And the third round is an evaluation round where we just take a look at what has taken place and then we evaluate what needs to be kept and what needs to not be done any longer. So that could be both from the past, maybe a way we used to do things, or the church used to do things. Um, it might be some things that we want to keep, but then there also might be th- some things we want to get rid of. And then also during the rebranding process that I'll talk you through here, uh, there might be some things we have started to do that we want to keep doing. Um, and then there also might be some things that we just did the one time and that's all that's necessary. We just need to do it one time and then we're done with it. So evaluating is very important. Um, it's a third round that I always want to put in there so that we don't forget it. It's, it's significant that we evaluate how things went. So the, uh, the, these rounds typically take about two months to go through. So each round takes about two months 
to go through to do it right. And uh, the first round basically starts by designing a new logo. And the process for designing a new logo is going to involve getting with the leadership, the key leadership of the church, and going through some questions to really get to the core of what the church is all about, especially what the church is about moving forward with this new brand. So you want to get that input. You want to get that, um, let everybody that's significant in the uh, leadership of the church have a chance to share their heart and, uh, you know, add to the conversation so that when you produce something, they feel like they're a part of this conversation and have given uh, the best ideas that they have into the into the mix. And we're not really looking for design, um, you know, shapes or fonts or anything at this point. Uh, we're just looking for feeling and, and vision and, you know, the, the big ideas that we want to work towards when we design something to represent that. It can include some shapes and you can say, hey, I really like this logo or that logo. That's actually a good thing if you want to include some of that. So it gives you an idea of where, where to go. It gives give the, the designer uh, or the design agency a, a taste, uh, a, an idea of your taste, what, what you like. It's kind of like when you go to a restaurant, you might not know exactly where you want to go eat, but you might have an idea that you want to have Mexican or Italian or Chinese. You know the kind of taste that you want. So if you have some good examples of logos that you like, you can present that, and it usually helps the designer at least know the direction to go in that's going to resonate with you. And like we've said in the past on different podcasts, the, this whole thing is really based on the target audience. So it's about who you're trying to reach. It's not really about representing you or representing the church. Um, it, it is, but it really isn't. It's about reaching the people that you're called to reach and what's going to be the design and the different things that are going to appeal to those people that then want, uh, compels them to be engaged with your story. So we're defining your story in this process. So that, that kind of happens in month one. And, and in the first month, a logo should begin to come um, into fruition. It should become a reality in the first month where you have a design in place. Uh, there might be a couple rounds of designs that happen to get it locked down. But in that first month, we should be able to get that nailed down. We also want to nail down a brand guide with the design. So we're, we're, this is where we identify colors and fonts. Uh, different treatments, um, what does the personality of the church look like, begin to identify a lot of those things um, so that we can, moving forward, make des- design decisions to help this, v- this vision begin to unpack um, as we go to the internal launch and the external launch. So the brand guide is a very important element that we want to make sure we have in place early on. So in month two, this is where you should start to design some more tangible things that will help communicate the new idea. Um, month two is also where you're going to make the announcement to the, the church itself that, hey, we're going to move in a new direction with our brand, and here's what it means. Uh, here's the excitement behind it. Here's why we have to do this. Here's why we have to do it now. So we, you're going to create some collateral pieces to help you get that message across. One of those pieces should be a brochure or a printed piece of some kind where somebody can grab it and learn about the new direction, take it home, um, share it with a neighbor. Uh, Somebody that misses the announcement can get it later on. You just want to have some sort of printed piece that walks them through this new brand, what it's all about. So the logo is going to be included there, the new logo, and it's going to be represented well. So you want to also include in this round in month two, interior graphics, um, 
maybe you're going to change some signage in the facility, uh, add some signage, take out some signage, change the design, maybe update some graphics up on the walls. Um, it's kind of a good idea if you've got the budget to make a big deal about the, the new direction with the brand. So maybe a large banner in a, a heavy traffic area like a foyer um, that just puts the new logo up there and uh, makes it a big, a big deal in the culture of the church. You'll want to utilize your screens as well to showcase that new logo uh, tagline if you've got one. So make sure you create some screens. At the very least, have those screens ready to go on the screen on the on the projectors so that you're able to put those up there as people enter in the auditorium. With churches that have a little bit more of a budget, what we've done in the past is create an animated video um, that, where we use the logo and animate it so that it um, adds a little bit more uh, punch to it. But then also what we'll do is go take photography of the church and then mix the photography in with the logo and create like a 30 second little bumper video that can either roll as a like a pre-service, um, even a countdown. We've done that before too. We've created a countdown that's a, maybe a three minute countdown or like a 30 second thing that, that shows maybe right before the, the sermon is, is delivered. Um, that that can work really well as you introduce the new branding. So maybe you do for a few weeks while you're while you're getting that new branding in place. A, a sermon series is a good way to introduce the the new brand. So we recommend um, unpacking the need for a new brand and what the new direction looks like, and uh, tie in some scriptures, tie it into a sermon series, and then you can just unveil this whole and unpack it over over several weeks why why there's a need for this new branding and what that means and then what what people can do in response to it so that's how we get momentum built behind it so that it's not just something that happens to the church it's something that happens for the church so one of the big things we also do is produce story videos where we tell stories that of life change that's taken place in the church and it's pointing towards the the great uh, need for a, an updated brand so that more of these stories can take place. So these these videos might be up to five minutes, seven minutes long, depending on how the story is. Maybe it's three minutes. But we want to tell great stories of the people in the church and unpack the need for, for this new brand as a part of that. Letterhead envelopes, business cards, offering envelopes, t-shirts, um, all those things should be taken care of in month two to update them all to this new new look. Uh, with the new logo, new colors, new fonts, different things that, that, that you're implementing as part of the branding guide. And then uh, you can also start developing a new website. So a website's going to take a little while, maybe a month or two, uh, maybe even three months, depending on how big the website is. So in month two, you can start to get that process rolling with a new website so that um, you can have one as soon as possible when you finish that external launch. You're, you're maybe during that process, you can have the new website ready to go. So we've created, um, that's, that's round one. Um, all that, that we just talked through is, is round one. And what I've done, I've created a document that's part of the churchbrandguide.com website, um, episode 20. You can download this document. It's part of the resources as well. If you go to the resource page and it gives you uh, kind of a checklist to go through uh, also the time frames that you can keep in mind of how long this should take. Um, you want to keep it moving with a new brand, so we, we don't want to stretch this out too long or else you, you lose that momentum. But if you, if you keep it short and punchy without rushing it, then you can get a good amount of momentum built behind it as you unveil this new brand. So the, the, the um, resource is a PDF. You can download it, and it'll give you all this information.
right there on the uh, on the website. Just go check it out, and you can you can get access to it. The external launch starts round two. So um, what you want to do is um, have a sermon series that leads into round two. So that that sermon series that we talked about, where you're unveiling the new logo, um, if that can continue a little bit longer. So maybe it's a four to six week series, and it goes into round two, where you begin to go outside. So once you have everything internally in place, you know the the new logo is on screens, it's on your collateral materials, letterhead. Offering envelopes, T-shirts are made, um, the website's in production. Uh, you've got some good story videos, all that stuff uh, in place. Then you can go external with the launch. This is where you're going to announce it to the community that you've got this new brand, and they're not really going to care about a new brand necessarily, but it's just a good opportunity to uh, to make an impact in the community to to get the word out there. Um, you could just use it as, as an excuse to send out a mail or use it as an excuse to hold an event and then begin to let people know about, hey, we're, we're really doing this, this new thing. And it's, people are always excited about something new, even, even if they're not a part of what the old thing was. So in round two, uh, this is month three, we recommend uh, doing a mailer, having, getting, getting the design in place in month three. So that in month four, you can send out the mailer. So it, it'll take a while to get the messaging just right. So start that that process in month three. Um, plan community service events where your church goes out into the community and serves. Have them wear the t-shirts with the new logo and it just, you know, gets the, the church energized to go out there and do things. And then also it creates a buzz in the community in the areas where you're serving. So it's a good good time, good opportunity to, to do some outreaches. Uh, maybe you're painting a school, cleaning up a park, uh, different things like that just in the community. Um, continue to show the videos uh, of life change taking place. So maybe in the first round, you have one or two videos. In the second round, make sure you continue to produce videos. Maybe two more videos for the second round that shows that life change taking place. You're going to use these videos in the service to encourage and um, build momentum with them. But then you're also going to put these videos on Facebook and on your website so that as people come and they check out the church because of the buzz, the community service events that you're doing, that you've got these stories in place that that's that's showing them that it's a great place. It's not just about telling. It's about also showing that great things are happening and the videos are a great part of that. So um, you want to also release the materials that you've uh, prepared, um, the, the new letterhead and the new offering envelopes. You know, for a while there, it's okay to have the old stuff, but in month three or so, you should go ahead and start to switch, switch it all out to where the new logo is on everything. Um, you also want to continue the website development in month three. Um, you should be at the point where you're actually developing the website. So... In month two, you might be starting the planning phases and designing some things. And then month three should be where you're getting into development. So you're really getting some good progress started with the website. If everything is going really well, then by the end of month three, the website can be ready to go. So you can use it as part of the uh, the announcement to the community um, to, to check out the website and find out more information about the church. And you'll have the new website that they can come check out. So in month four of, of the launch, we're still in round two, but in month four, you want to send out that community mailer. 
So the mailer should basically have a call to action to come to the church. It can say that there's a new brand or there's a new logo in place, but people gener generally aren't going to care about that. Basically, they want to know what's in it for them. Um, so you have an event of some kind. Maybe have a new sermon series that you can promote. Send out the mailer, have the new logo on there, and um, introduce it in a way that is serving the community. Uh, maybe there's a kids' event that's held on the campus uh, or an all-family event that's held on the campus, and the mailer is going to just promote that event. You'll want to continue to uh, do community events in the community during this month. Um, just make yourself out there, make the church out there in the community. Uh, either it's on the campus and you're inviting the community to come, or you're going out and you're serving in different ways. So continue those community service events. Uh, also in month four, you want to hit social media pretty hard. Um, make sure people are aware of what's going on with the church. And with social media, the technique with social media is you want to serve your community. You don't want to announce things all the time. You don't want to um, ask people to do things all the time. Every once in a while, there's a rule of thumb for every 12, for every 12 times you've helped somebody or added value to someone on social media, then you can ask for one thing. So don't over announce on social media. You just want to maybe show pictures of the community service events and just say, hey, we had a great time at this school helping out. So pictures are great ways to, to create posts. You can share those stories that of the videos that you've, you've put together. You can always just share stories as well. Just maybe take a picture of someone and then uh, type up their story on Facebook and put it out there. So you can do it in diff different ways. Create some nice posts, uh, maybe excerpts of the sermon, uh, scriptures, um, inspirational type of things that you put out there on social media. But be very, very active at this time with social media. Uh, even do some Facebook ads where you're boosting your, your, your posts so that the more people can see it in the immediate area. Um, at this time, too, in month four, you'll want to address the external signage on the property. So change the name of the, uh, or if it's not a name change for the church, at least change the logo that's on the building itself or maybe on the main sign that leads into the property. Um, it's also a good opportunity to provide a, a additional signs if you need them, uh, allowing people to know where to go once they get onto your property. So any signage on the exterior of the building should be updated in month four. Um, continue to show life change stories. Maybe you have one in month three and another one in month four. Um, if you've, the videos are great but there's different ways to do it. You can also have people that get up on the stage and, and read their story, or um, maybe maybe have a pastor talk about some a story of a family of some kind. So just find different ways to share stories. That's a big deal so that the new brand is not just like, hey, you're, you're saying that we need to do this, but you're also showing the need for this change to take place. Change is tough, but, but people will embrace it if you can produce a good compelling reason of why this needs to happen and why it needs to happen now. Um, the other thing that you could do in month four is uh, launch a new website. So that's a big thing. It's a big ambitious goal. But if you can get that new website launched in month four, then the mailer and every maybe you have handouts, door hangers that you can go out with. Everything can point back to the new website, which then unpacks this new brand, has testimonies on it. It's just a better platform. It's maybe responsive if it wasn't before, but you've got this new website in place that you can roll out with in the community. And then uh, you also want to roll out any new media that you've produced that hasn't already been um, 
updated in, internally in the church, you want to make sure that takes place. So any, uh, any signage or anything like that in the church, you just want to wrap that up in month four, make sure everything's got the new colors, the new fonts, the new logo on it. And then uh, at the end of month four, you should have that service, that, that big invite that you were um, promoting on the, mo the mailer. It should happen maybe in month five, at the beginning of month five, or at least at the end of month four, you just have that big event, that big launch, that maybe it's a series, a sermon series of some kind, and uh, have a special event that you're inviting people to, where then you can unpack the new brand and just let people know what, why you, know, uh, you did that and what that means for them moving forward. So have that big event. Towards the end of month four is the perfect time to have it, or even at the beginning of month five. So that the first two rounds are basically where you're doing a lot of the hard work. You're getting the new logo uh, designed and then everything else that follows that, color response and everything swapped out in the entire facility. And then you're also in month two, you're promoting outside. You're making sure you use it as a, as a great opportunity to invite people to now become a part of this new brand, this new direction that the church is moving in. And then uh, month five starts round three. So months five and six are where you can evaluate what you have done. So you can begin to decide if you want to keep doing what you're do you've done or if you need to let go of some things. So evaluate the launch. So decide whether or not you need to continue to do some of the things that you were doing in the launch. So maybe you were sending out email campaigns during the launch to the people inside your church. Uh, you can decide if you want to continue to do that. If that was very effective, maybe you continue doing it. Maybe the social media push was a good thing that you want to continue to do. Maybe it was just for a while and the budget m means that you can't do all the ads that you were doing on Facebook. Um, but make those type of decisions. Maybe the stories were a great thing and you want to continue to produce stories uh, in different ways. Um, maybe you don't have the budget, so you scale back on that. But that's the type of decision you would need to make now in month five. Maybe there's some things you did in the past um, in the last several years that were good and you need you want to keep those things, those traditions. But then again, maybe there are some things that, where this is a great opportunity to stop doing some things because now everybody's on board with this new direction. Um, in month five and month six, too, you want to put a strategy in place so that you can keep the momentum that you've gained. So make sure you, um, you have a plan so that you continu you're continuing to tell stories, you're continuing to use social media and email campaigns, and you're continuing to send out communications into the community. Um, you're going to continue to update signage in the facility. Maybe, maybe there's a fresh new look that happens from time to time in your lobby area. So have a strategy in place where you, you can continue to build on what you've gained during this whole process. And then continue to have a process to assimilate people. By having a new brand and inviting people and, and putting the word out there, you really should be getting some new people in and you should have a great assimilation process to work them through um, to where they, they learn about the church, they learn about the vision, and then they're going to start to volunteer and be a part of that or even donate or all of the above to be a part of this, uh, this church community. And, so, and then also community events, you should continue to do those on a certain level. Maybe you can decide what that begins to look like. So in month five, month six, you can schedule out some more, more events that the church can participate in and then also decide on a regular basis uh, what that begins to look like. So that evaluation round is very important. It can go for a, uh, a month. It can also go for two months, depending on how much you need to evaluate during the process. 
like I said earlier, this whole, this whole process is something we've laid out on a timeline. And you can uh, download that on the churchbrandguide.com. My hope is that this talk today helps you understand how you can rebrand your church or create a new brand for your church in a very healthy way. It doesn't have to be a stressful thing. It can be spread out over a period of, of about four months where you can gain a lot uh, of momentum out of it in the couple months following that. So as you evaluate, you should be able to pick up a lot of momentum as a church moving forward. The culture of your church should be stronger and, and, and uh, be excited and uh, be ready to go with this new vision uh, moving forward that is represented by this brand. So whether you are branding something new from scratch or whether you are rebranding from an old brand that's been outdated, this process is something we've done uh, with several churches to help them get going in the right direction and gain some good momentum. We've also spread this out. Uh, some churches can't go at it that hard. Um, they have to spread it out a little bit. So maybe they chip away and um, maybe they do a logo, they do a website. Maybe a few months later, they come back and we do some videos and um, do some signage even a few months after that. So that's fine too. It's uh, There's not a right or wrong way to do it. But if you can do it all in one, one big push, then that's something that can gain a lot of traction in a very short amount of time, build an excitement. It's kind of like a wave. If you could, if you could condense that time frame and uh, build that height of the wave um, uh, up a little bit, then as you move forward, that wave gains a lot of momentum and creates a lot of power behind this new brand. So it's a, it's a great way to do it. Um, if you need to get the timeline of everything we've talked about today, there's a free download that is on the churchbrandguide.com uh, post for today's post. You can just look that up on, on the uh, blog for today's post, and then uh, you can get that free download. I wanted to take a moment to just mention that I'm going to be making available a branding course that will help take all these concepts that we've talked about and uh, over the course of all the podcasts and putting them into one place so that you can get access to them and, and help uh, just walk you through. I can, I can be a coach to help you walk through a branding process of how you can create a very strong brand for the church where you're at, whether you're a pastor and uh, you need some, some people to surround you and help you create a strong brand. You can, you can use this to help those people get up to speed and to educate yourself on what that takes. Or whether you're just a creative that's on staff or volunteering, you can help your church have a strong brand in the community so that people are attracted and they're drawn to it. There's great uh, components that are uh, just attractive in different ways to your your audience, your, your target audience that you're really good at reaching. So this course is something that I wish I would have had when I first started out. I was um, at a mega church and I just started the department there. Nobody was doing it before I was there. And I just started making things up as I went. And it was, it was tough at times because, you know, it, it, I didn't have a mentor. I didn't have somebody to train me up. I just did the best I could. I looked in the magazines and I looked at uh, stuff online and I just tried to mimic things and Looking back, you know, it was a very uh, disjointed uh, uh, process. Uh, what I produced was very disjointed, didn't have a good cohesiveness to it or alignment to it, but it was the best I could do at the time. So my goal now is to help myself, maybe 15 years ago when I first started, um, and people like me, maybe you're out there, like you're like me, you're just trying to help your church, and you're like I was and you just need some help, some guidance, some direction, so you can produce something that is lasting, that's going to really uh, help the church to grow, and not just be something you do just to do, 
um, maybe you know that, hey, this, this should look better. Things should look better around here. But you don't know why. You don't necessarily know how to make that happen. You don't have to be this amazingly skilled designer that's just amazing at uh, Photoshop and Illustrator and InDesign and all that. You, you, you don't have to be this gifted, uh, talented, over-the-top uh, person. You could just have some great basic knowledge of what it takes to create a strong brand. And you can create something in your church that's extremely attractive and you'll know what to do. And that's the, that's the point of the, the whole course that I'm putting together, just to let you know what you, what you can do, what you need to do, whether you do it yourself or you have other people do it that are gifted in different areas. I uh, just want to provide that blueprint, that coaching to help you get there and ultimately help your church reach as many people as possible and make that life change a reality for them. So uh, hopefully that's a, that's a, that's going to be something that you're, um, you're eager to, to, to get, it, get a hold of. I will let you know in the next several weeks when that's going to release so that you can um, uh, get that that course that, uh, that's been created on branding, on, on branding specifically for churches. The resource today I want to share with you is a book, and it's called Grit. And it's written by Angela Duckworth, and she basically talks about this key characteristic that she has observed as a, as a researcher. Uh, she's a psychologist. And she's researched this uh, this trait that many of the great uh, people of history and even uh, current history today have uh, all displayed. And this this ability that she's researching is she calls it grit, the ability to stick with something and see it through to the end, having an optimism about it, uh, not being afraid to fall, not being afraid to fail, but embracing failure as part of the process learning from it, getting up, and being even better as a result of it. So she, she talks about people like Walt Disney. She talks about people like uh, Steve Jobs, or even back in history at Sir Isaac Newton and different, different people that have made big contributions to, the, to humanity and how they've had this characteristic of grit. You don't necessarily have to be extremely smart to do something great. You just have to have a, a, an average amount of intelligence but have this grittiness to you that allows you to stick with something and, and really create something great. So it's a great book, I think, for church leaders um, because there's a lot of grittiness that's needed to, in order to make a ministry thrive. Sometimes you're a great, great communicator, a great church leader, a great pastor, a great designer, a great uh, communications director, and your church is not growing, and you don't know why. You've tried everything. You're trying everything you know you can possibly think of, you're doing stuff other places are doing, other churches are doing, and for whatever reason, it's not it's not working. It's not taking hold, and you need to have this gritty uh, nature about you to keep on poking, keep on trying, keep on doing uh, different things and learning and growing, and that's what the the best uh, ministries have done. That's what the best companies have done. It's what the the most impactful lives have been a part of. We get to see the highlight reel, but we a lot of times we don't get to see. The, the grittiness that it took, the stick to that it took to, to push past the obstacles and get to the point where, where they've gotten to. So it's a great book. Um, I think any organization can use the ideas in it, um, especially as an individual, you can use the ideas in it just to uh, keep you going, encourage yourself, and just um, learn what it takes to, to really truly do something great. Um, it's, again, the book is called Grit. It's by Angela Duckworth. I highly recommend you getting it and learning what Angela has to say about this quality called grit. 
Thanks again for joining me today on the Church Brand Guide podcast. I will see you next time.